Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 208. Today, we are going to be talking about onboarding. If you're not familiar, onboarding is the system that you have in your business to help new consultants or new team members get started. So it is your training process for new team members. You know, I've had a lot of you reaching out. You know, we want more training on onboarding. Have you done any episodes recently? And I realized that I hadn't. So I figured, hey, let me put one together for you to give you some really important advice in this area. So listen, if you're somebody that struggles when it comes to creating duplication in your team, right? You can recruit, but for whatever reason, the people that you bring onto your team can't seem to reproduce your results. It's most likely because you have an issue with onboarding. So I want to help you solve that problem so you can grow your team faster, require less of your time, and help you develop more strong leaders. So that's what a properly designed onboarding system will do. And I'm going to be breaking it down into four important keys. So there we go. Well, listen, before we get into the episode today, I want to give a quick shout out to number one, our review of the week. We want to get back to doing this every week. Thank you so much to all of you that have taken the time to leave a rating and review. I so appreciate that. But today, this week's review of the week comes from Sarai. The Aries. She says, this podcast deserves 10 stars. Every single episode provides amazing information that helps me build confidence and more knowledge on how to run my business, who I am as an entrepreneur, and how to grow. If you haven't listened to this podcast, you are doing yourself and your business a disservice. Thank you, Bob, for all your lessons and time. Well, Sarai, thank you for being a loyal listener to the show. And once again, thanks to all of you that have taken the time to leave a rating or review. And hey, look, if you haven't had a chance to do it yet, I would very, very much appreciate it if you just took a minute to do that. Here's the reason why, is ratings and reviews help the visibility of the show. And what that means is it just helps more people find us so that we can impact and make a difference in more people's businesses and lives. So thank you. But second up, I want to give a shout out to our student of the week. We are on the tail end of a launch for my leadership certification program, the Legacy Leadership Academy. At the time of this publishing, we're just about to close enrollment, but we've got lots of new students that are joining us. And I'm excited because we are having helping more people get results under the current structure of the program than we ever had before. And I want to share Bryce's story with you, Bryce Beckman. So Bryce posted in our Facebook group, she said a year ago, I made the decision to join LLA with my upline, and it may have been the best decision I made all year. So when she joined us in December of 2019, she had one person working on her team, and her entire year's volume for 2019 was 10,000, all year, 10,000. Fast forward one year later, having completed our certification process, what we call the Love, Serve, Grow framework, you know what that is. I talk about it here all the time. Here's what Bryce reports. I have 43 people on my team, 18 of which joined last month in December. 
We had six people rank advance, three of them double ranked, including myself, and my team closed out at 100,000 in volume for the year. Bryce, what an incredible difference that you made in your business this year. So congratulations. I'm excited because we, under our new format, this certification format, we've got this very clear plan that people follow. In just two weeks, we have our first ever celebration of our first round of what we call certified legacy leaders. Bryce will be one of them. And man, it is so incredible to see what this process has done for people's businesses. So congratulations to Bryce and a big shout out to all of our legacy leaders, all of our students, and especially our new ones just joining the program. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the message for today. So let's talk about onboarding. Now onboarding, like I said, is the system or the process that you use for training and launching your new team members. And I will tell you, you know, we talk a lot about systems. Systems is one of the areas we specialize inside of LLA. Uh, We teach there are five key systems. We call them the freedom systems of network marketing. But of all five, I would argue onboarding is the single most important. Here's why I say that. Because number one, A properly designed onboarding system is the only way you will create true duplication on your team. And here's what that means. It means that you can grow your business without having to be involved in the process of that happening. You don't have to do everything for everyone. You don't have to hold people's hands. You put a good onboarding system in place, you execute it and implement it the right way, and it will help your business run without you. How exciting would it be? If you woke up every day and there were new team members joining your team, seeing success, rank advancing, making money, and you had nothing to do with it, except for the fact that you put a system in place that helped make that possible. So that's number one, creates duplication. Second thing is this, a properly designed onboarding system is also your number one tool to help you develop strong, independent leaders. See, without an onboarding system in place, people are going to struggle being able to go out and build a team. They're going to struggle being able to do it themselves. Most people don't have the talent and confidence and ability to just go out and do it. They need a system. They need something that they can lean on that gives them the confidence so that in the beginning when they're still unsure and they're afraid and they feel overwhelmed, they don't have to have confidence in themselves. They have confidence in the systems that are proven and they know if they just follow the system that they can create results. So they take more action. So having a great onboarding system gives you those two really important things. And I don't think that there are any of us that would argue that if you want to build a business someday, that gives you total freedom. I'm talking about financial and time freedom. You have to get good in these two areas. Look, I'm going to tell you straight up, a lot of you don't really truly understand what passive income is. Now, you're in a business and you're in a profession, network marketing, that passive residual income is the greatest gift that it has to offer, the ability for you to build a business that pays you every month, whether you get out of bed or not. Most of you don't know what that is. Because you're not building with systems, your business requires you to show up every single month and work really hard to just recreate the same results. That's not freedom. See, systems are the key to unlocking freedom. But when our students come to us, and this is one of the biggest reasons why people come into our programs, is they fall into one of two categories. They either, and I bet you're in one of these two as well, 
They either don't have an onboarding system at all, right? This is one of the typical hobbyist mistakes. This is having a sales mindset and teaching sales strategies. You don't have a system. You just kind of do it and it works for you because you're good, but it doesn't work for other people because they're not you. Or you have an onboarding system, but it is way too much information. And it does more harm than good because the minute someone joins, you overwhelm them with all this stuff and they freeze up, they feel paralyzed, and they don't know what to do. So either way, that's not the right formula. So what I want to help you do is I want to help you be able to understand, almost be able to do an audit of your system to see if you're checking each of these four boxes. And I bet you, if you're not seeing duplication, if your business is not growing as quick as you want, if you don't have that time freedom, you don't have leaders, it's probably because you're missing some of these key things. So let's actually get into it. So here are the four keys to a successful and an effective onboarding system. Number one, it must be simple. Number two, It's got to be clearly defined. Number three, it has to be tools-based. And number four, it must be action-oriented. Now, I want to break down each of these four things, but I will tell you, if you are missing just even one out of these four, your onboarding system is not going to be nearly as effective as it could be. So let's start off with number one, simple. I will tell you, if you do have a system, This is where most of you are going wrong. You are giving your new new people way too much information and training in their first 30 days. And as a result, they are feeling overwhelmed and they don't have the clarity on what they should be doing. Look, people's, they're so fragile in those first couple of days when they get started, right? They're hopeful. They want it to work, but they're afraid and they don't believe in themselves and they lack the confidence. And I almost view it as like every additional piece of information you give them, every additional video, every additional script, every extra Facebook group, podcast recommendation, book recommendation, every additional thing you do is significantly decreasing the chances that they actually take action. See, and that's the problem. When you overwhelm someone with too much stuff, they get confused and they don't take action because what do you think they're going to spend their time doing? They're going to spend their time doing all of the stuff that you gave them, watching videos, reading, listening, looking, learning, right? They feel like they can't actually take action and start their business until they look at everything that you've given them. And here's the problem. They already don't have a lot of time, right? They can't sit there and spend the entire day watching, listening, and learning. Quite frankly, for most people that you know, your business is not a priority in their life when they join. It's just something that like they want to do. It sounds good. They hope it can work, but they have other things that are more pressing. So in the limited time they have, they wind up gradually chipping away at all this stuff. And before you know it, a week has gone by and they haven't even done anything yet. Or they've tried to do it on their own, but they did it completely wrong because you didn't give them the proper training and support. See, here's the thing. The key to duplication and massive growth in network marketing is simplicity. And here's the thing about simplicity. Anybody can make something hard. Like, aren't we really good at making things hard? Like, I look out into the world and people are experts at making things complicated, but it takes a lot of time and effort and thought and practice and preparation 
to make something simple. When I think of simplicity, I think of Apple. I think of Steve Jobs. One of the genius that was Steve Jobs is his ability to take complex things and make them simple and easy to understand. And that's the reason why Apple became so successful. It was such a simple business. And when I think about your business, you got to ask yourself, are you making your business simple for people? You know, I look at most onboarding systems and we do a lot of coaching in our program. Now, I'm constantly every day looking at people's onboarding systems. The number one thing I try to point out to them is I'm like this, put yourself in the mind of a new person. How would you feel if you sent you that same stuff, right? That email with 20 different links and videos and articles and things, right? The 10-page guide on how to get started, the three-page script, the three Facebook groups you add them to, and the 10 different training calls you say they have to be on. Like, no wonder people are not seeing results. They're spending more time and energy just trying to sift through all the stuff that you give them. So when you do this, when you give them too much information, Right. Or if you just have no system at all, here's what it does it fuels their fear and overwhelm. See, your job is to mitigate it. Your job is to help them take action despite being afraid and feeling a little unsure and overwhelmed. I heard it said like this once, and I totally agree. Your job as a leader in this profession, you are in the fear and overwhelm management business. Look, these are the two biggest enemies that people face in this profession today. They are the two biggest obstacles to your success. So one of the most important ways that we can help eliminate fear and overwhelm is a properly designed onboarding system. Because when somebody joins your team, if it is crystal clear on what they need to say and do, to create the results, and it is simple, and you've done a good job painting the vision of why it's important for them to take that action, like they are literally excited to go out and talk to people because they're starting to think about a transformation in their life that your business can give them. See, when that's the state that people are entering your team, they're going to take action more consistently. And here is what I know. If you can get a greater percentage of the people joining your team feeling less fearful and less overwhelmed and they start taking more action, by default, you will start seeing better results. You want to know why your team's not growing? Because the vast majority of the people are not even working because in part of what we're talking about here. Let me give you a guideline. And I'm going to totally, I mean, you want to be challenged when it comes to creating an onboarding system. Here's the directive that one of my early mentors gave me, it served me so well because it really forced me to put an emphasis on simplicity, constantly asking myself, does a brand new person really need to know this the day they sign up? Here's the guideline I want to give you. If you can't fit your entire onboarding system, your new training for your new consultant, if you can't fit that entire training on the front and the back of a single sheet of paper, you are teaching people too much. You are overwhelming them. See, I want you to think about this. Think back to the day that you first started your business, if you can. It's hard for us as leaders. Like we, you know, sometimes we get so far removed from this, it's hard for us to remember. But I want you to think about the day you signed into your business. Did you really need to know everything to get to work? Probably not. 
right? Think about how much you actually knew, right? You didn't really know much at all. You didn't know much about the compensation plan. You didn't understand the products. You didn't understand the culture or the mission of the company. You didn't really know what network marketing was yet. You want to know what it was? You had some trust for the person that signed you up. You had a problem that they presented their business as a potential solution to, and they showed you a few simple things to do. Or maybe you didn't even get shown anything at all, but you just had a desire to go out and make this happen. And guess what? You went to work. You didn't need to know everything. But here's the problem. We Over time, we accumulate all this knowledge and information, and we forget when we started and we first created results, we knew none of it. And when our new person joins, we forget this, and what we feel like we have to do is we have to download every piece of information from our brains into their brains, and what winds up happening is we do more harm than good. Look, here's a great analogy. I want you to think of your job. It is to protect your new person from the onslaught of information and training that is going to be thrown their way when they first enter into this profession. You need to spoon feed them just enough to get them comfortable, to get them excited, and get them to work. Look, the number one purpose of an onboarding system is to get people to work, to take action. It is a scripted dance to get somebody to actually go out and start talking to people in an effective way so they can create results. Look, if you don't have new people succeeding consistently, it is an issue with your onboarding process. And if that's the place that we come from, that we know that the company is going to be sending them emails and your upline might be communicating with them and you're communicating with them and they're here, here, you got to be able to create positive boundaries and just say, look, here's all I want you to focus on. In the first 30 days, let's keep this simple for you. Here's the goal. Here's what we're going to do. Here's the system. Here's the process. I'm going to be there with you every step of the way. That's the environment and that's the climate where people can win. So that's the first thing. It's got to be simple. And I'm telling you, as the leader of your team, this is your responsibility. And it is one of the most important things you can ever do for the future of your business. Let's talk about number two. So the second key to an effective onboarding system is it must be clearly defined. Now, this goes hand in hand with number one, being simple. But your onboarding system must specifically spell out step by step exactly what someone needs to do to get their business off to a successful start. So here are some things that you may want to include. Number one, taking some time to set expectations. Like this is a business. My job is not to build it for you. It's not, you know, these products do not sell themselves contrary to what some people might say. There is a level of knowledge and skill that goes into being able to market them effectively right? How about this is an expectation? This is your business, right? It's your responsibility to create success. I'm here to support you, but you have to be willing to take it seriously. And guess what? It's not going to happen overnight, right? It doesn't matter how much time you put in. It just matters that the time you put in, you're coachable and you're following the plan that I'm about to teach you. If you can do that, we can create success together, right? The number one reason why people fail in this profession is are mismanaged expectations. Second thing, do you think it might be a good idea to actually teach them how to talk to people? Like, it is beyond me that I look at some people's onboarding systems and I'm like, well, 
where are you literally teaching them the words to say? Like, if you're just putting it in the hands of them to expect that they're going to say the right words or do the right things, you're crazy because they're not. You want to know what they're going to do? They're going to talk 10 times more than they should, and they are literally going to talk people right out of being interested. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you create a script and you you create these robots that are all going out and doing and saying the same thing, but you better give them some basic guidelines. Like, how do we connect with somebody? If we're doing it on social media, what should that first message look like? What should we be doing? What should we not be doing? Right? What are some common things that we'll hear from people? You know, what are some responses that we could give them? Like, prepare people. Give them some basic guidelines, allow them to make it their own, but you have to be giving them very clearly defined structure in that area. Number three is this. What's the goal? A properly designed onboarding system should have a 30-day goal. You need to treat the first 30 days of someone's business like is a business in and of itself. What is the 30-day goal? Be really clear on what it is and the steps that you're going to help them take to get there. What's the payoff? You know, how much money will I make? What will it mean to me when I hit that goal? Make that connection. Keep that in front of them at all times. How about this? This is a big problem. How do you determine what a good prospect is? Look, if you just leave your people to go out and share on their own, I guarantee you here's what they're going to do. The best prospects on their list, they'll probably never talk to. Because they'll think, well, I know so-and-so, they're successful. Why would they want or need to do something like this? Never realizing the value that you have to offer someone in a business that can create passive residual income with literally none of the overhead that a traditional business has. Or the fact that there are so many people out there in the world today that are in high-income earning jobs that are feeling so insecure because of the economy and and COVID and all this stuff, like they're hoping and praying something comes into their life that they can do that will give them more financial security. But they have all these great people that could be great prospects, but they're either afraid to talk to them or they just aren't thinking of them. And if you just let them go do it on their own, you're never going to tap into that gold that could be in their network. So you need to give them a little bit of direction. And then how about this? What are the tools or the resources you have? But keep it simple. Don't give them a list of all these things. Like just think what are the basic necessities that somebody would need? Is there one training call that they should be on, right? How do they you know, access their website? How do they place an order? Like just basic things. And once you do that, here's what I want you to do. I want you to put yourself in that mindset of the new person. Take yourself through your onboarding process and constantly be asking yourself, can I make this simpler? Am I making this too difficult? You know, do I have what I need in here? Because realize that most of the people that join your team, they're going to have a very high level of excitement, but a low level of confidence and belief, right? They're not sure they can do it. So your onboarding system, it should build that confidence and belief over time. All right. So that's number two, clearly defined. When it's simple and when somebody can clearly see the steps laid out before them, they're going to be much more likely to take action. Number three, it's got to be tools-based. Look, a huge part of making your onboarding system simple for people is making sure that there are what we call third-party tools that they can use and share throughout the process. So third-party tool, it's easy to remember, it's anything but you. It could be a video. It could be a PDF, a sheet. It could be a video. It could be, it could be a Facebook group. It could be another person. Um, it could be a brochure. It could be some other type of material. So when we think about the third-party tools that we need, well, number one, they need a third-party tool to use for prospecting. 
because you don't want them, whether they're trying to get a customer or a consultant or a team member, you don't want them out there trying to explain it and answer questions. It is the number one mistake that people make in this profession. I have a name for it. It's called the expert trap. When you are trying to explain it to people and answer questions, you're making yourself the expert. And what's going to happen is you might be okay selling products because maybe you have a product that they need and maybe you've got a good enough relationship that they'll buy and maybe you're just good enough to sell it to them. But the problem is this, you will always struggle building a team because most people are not sales types and most people will think, I can't do what you just did. So they'll buy from you, but they'll never want to be a part of your team. And this is why you see so many people in this profession, right? This is the, we talk so much about the hobbyist. This is what the hobbyist does. The hobbyist uses sales techniques. They have a sales mindset. They go out, they're in the expert trap and they can sell and even recruit sometimes, but they never grow a business. It never duplicates because most people don't, they can't do what they did. So you need third-party tools, one or two tools, whether it's customer or business or both, that you say, look, when you have somebody that's interested, just press play, just do this, give them a sample, whatever your process is. But I'll tell you this, you also need tools for the onboarding process itself, right? You got to have a PDF or a document that outlines the training of your system, right? Remember what I said, front and back of one piece of paper, like from A to Z, what do we need to do that 30-day plan to get my business off the ground? Now, in our program, we've got examples. Like we literally give to our students this, we call it the onboarding toolkit. There's over 40 different examples of onboarding documents, training documents and tools that our students have created that you get as a part of in our program. But you need to have tools like you need to theoretically be able to have somebody sign up just randomly onto your team and have that document in front of them. And they could technically sign their neighbor up having no idea what they're doing and together sit down and just say, well, I got this document. Why don't we get at it? And they could potentially create a result just based off of that piece of paper. That's why tools are important. If you don't have tools, duplication will always break down because eventually you're going to have somebody that doesn't have the talents or skills or ability or knowledge and your business is going to stop growing right there. So you got to have tools. Here's another good thing. Think about videos. A lot of companies have getting started videos. Like if your company has these materials, always use theirs first and foremost. Like if your company has documents or videos that are effective, always better to use the companies than to create your own. But guess what? If they don't have them or if they have them, but you don't think they're effective, then it's your job to take what they have and make it effective. Most of the time, here's what happens. The documents and the tools that are out there, all the information you need is in there, but you just have to pull it out and make it a little simpler for someone. And I'm here to tell you that's totally okay. Most of the successful leaders in this profession, at some point in time, they've probably taken training that their company has given them and they've kind of tweaked it and made it their own in a way that they think is most effective for their team. This is your job as a leader. Now, what I would caution you against, though, is don't just for the sake of doing it on your own, go against something like if your upline has a system that you know is working, then it's always easier to leverage and tap into that system. You don't want to recreate the wheel unless you know that you need to, but you need these tools. Here's one of the things I want you to think about. Is there a part like, I'll, I'll, let me share my story really quick. So what I noticed was there was a certain conversation that I had with every new person that signed up. And that conversation was usually like kind of part of setting the expectations, 
teaching them how to use like websites and logging into their back office and finding things. Like there was this conversation that I was having with every new person and it was taking 30 to 40 minutes and it was valuable. Like I needed to have it because it really set the tone for our working relationship together, giving them a couple of, of just small little assignments, start making a list, think about why you want to do this, right? Like those types of things. I remember thinking, man, this is so time intensive. And I remember one day I was like, I just had this idea. I said, well, what if I just recorded myself doing it in a video? And what if I just, every new person that joined, I gave them the video and I said, watch the video. Because what I noticed was there were, you know, 50% of the people I did it with, I knew like literally why I was doing it. I'm like, this person's probably not going to ever do anything. And I just wasted 30 to 40 minutes of my time. I'll never get that back. So I said, I said, well, wait a minute. And this leads me into the fourth and the final key. I said, what if I just recorded myself or, you know, maybe your company has a video that will do that for you. I said, what if I just use a video or a tool? And I said, watch this. And then this way, I didn't have to physically do it. But here's the thing. See, the fourth key to an effective onboarding system is it must be action oriented. Part of that is assignment driven. See, here's what I want you to do. Give your new people assignments and actions to take simple things that anybody that's truly committed or wanting to do it will have no problem doing it. So I thought, listen, if somebody truly wants to do this, like if they're serious about making money, they want to build a business, they'll watch a 30 minute video. And if it can save me the time of doing it, and we can still accomplish that same goal, why would I not do that? See, as a leader, I became so obsessive about protecting my own time. Like, could I create a tool to not have to do it myself? Could I have someone else do it so I didn't have to do it, right? I was always thinking about that because time freedom was such an important thing to me. But think of this, here's what I noticed. I'd start giving people this video. I'd say, watch the video. We're gonna schedule your launch meeting you know, we're going to, where we'll really kind of go through that document that I have and we'll teach you how to do all those things. You know, the clear steps that we talked about in set number two, I said, watch this video. It's got a couple of things. I want you to do it. We'll talk about it when we meet. Here's what I noticed. 50% of the people never watched the video. So I would get to them in the meeting. I'd be like, uh, so, you know, Hey, do you have your list? And they're like, Oh, I didn't get a chance to watch the video. So what do I know right away? Here's what that told me. And listen, a lot of times people just had legitimate excuses. Something came up, right? You know, it wasn't that they weren't interested. They just, look, it wasn't a priority. So we had the meeting and, and but, but here's the thing. That allowed me to get into their head and understand their psyche. See, because if you're not going to do the little things, the easy things, like watching a video is easy. If you're not, because that's part of the system. If you're not going to do those little easy things, how do you think you're going to show up when I give you the harder things about like actually reaching out and following up and signing people up? So what it told me, number one, if I knew that somebody came to the table with a list and their why, they just did the little things. I was like, okay, this is somebody that is committed. See, you demonstrate commitment through action, not words. Like you tell me all day long that you're serious. I don't care what you say. I want to watch what you do. So if you can give people these little assignments, give them these little hoops to jump through in the very beginning, you'll be able to see right away the ones that are serious. Some of you may be in companies that have relatively low startup costs, and you may be in a situation where you're really good at recruiting, and you've got a lot of people joining your team every month, and you're struggling knowing where you should be investing your time. Here's the easiest way to know. 
give everybody that joins simple little assignments, hoops to jump through. And the ones that jump through the hoops and that complete the assignments, those are the ones you focus your time on. Because here's my attitude. And listen, the sooner you can adopt this mindset, the better off you'll be, is I'm not going to commit to your business if you're not willing to commit to your own. I'm not going to invest my time, my effort, my knowledge, my experience into helping you be successful if you're not willing to do the basic things that will get you there. It's not your job to make people successful. You've got to understand that. So I want to give them these little assignments and I want to see what they do. And that way I can see through their actions if they're truly serious. So make your onboarding system action-oriented and build in assignments, just little things. But here's the second part of being action-oriented. Remember what I told you, the whole purpose of a properly designed onboarding system is to help that person create a result. Like, that's it. Like, onboarding only exists to get you in, to navigate that fear and overwhelm that you're experiencing, and to get you to a point where you are willing to take action, essentially sharing your products and business with people so that I can help you create a result. Because creating a result will do more than anything you could possibly do to keep someone from quitting. Somebody gets a customer or two, they're going to be way more likely to stick around than somebody who hasn't. Because now there's a level of accountability. Their mother, their sister is taking the product. They can't go away, right? They know that they're going to see these people and they're going to ask them about it, right? Getting them a new team member or a consultant. They won't quit. They can't deny it's working, right? There'll be such a fear of loss of what might happen if they don't keep doing it. They're going to stick around. So an onboarding system is designed to create a result, little results. But here's the thing. You can't create a result unless they take the action. So it's got to be action-oriented. This, I believe, is the number one piece of advice that I was ever given from one of my early mentors when it comes to like working with and leading and training new people. Here's what my, one of my early mentors told me. He said, Bob, I never forgot this. He said, you need to treat every new person on your team like they're going to be your next superstar, right? You have to have high expectations for them. You know, they don't believe in themselves. You have to believe in them. You have to speak up to them. Like you're going to be amazing. I can't wait to see what happens. This we're going to do incredibly like treat them like they're going to be your next superstar. But, and here's the key part, work with them as if they are going to quit tomorrow. Now I want you to think about that. How differently would you be working with and treating your new recruits if you knew you had one day to get something out of them, and if you didn't, they were gone? So you want to know what would change? You would have such an extreme sense of urgency to get them through your process. You wouldn't give them a week's worth of training and videos. You would be like, look, what is like the bare minimum that I need somebody to do and watch so that I can just get them taking action? Because my number one job as a leader is to get someone to work before they feel ready. Even when they feel afraid and unsure and they're doubting themselves, your job, this is what influence is, by the way. The number one skill set you have as a leader is influence. Influence means you get somebody to do something that they never would have done unless you were there with them, helping them, challenging them, and pushing them to do it. And if that's your mentality, if you have a sense of urgency, if you're action-oriented, your onboarding system is going to be so much more effective. So those are the four things. It's got to be simple. It's got to be clearly defined. It's got to be tools-based. 
and it's got to be action-oriented. So here's what I want all of you to do. I want you to conduct an audit of your existing onboarding system. This would be a very good exercise for you to do. Do your best to put yourself in the mindset of a new person and join your own team. Even if that means like that you literally have to just sign up. You know, like if you have a low startup cost and this is not a big deal for you, sign up into your own team as, you know, a friend, mom, dad, whatever. And literally just look at everything that comes your way, company emails, team emails, all this stuff, or just sit down and list out what's everything that we're asking a new person to do, what are all the things they're getting, who is communicating, like take a list, write a list. And I bet you will be shocked because you will be like, no wonder people are feeling overwhelmed and why they're not taking action. So I want you to conduct an audit. Number one, is your system simple? Make a list. Does this look like a simple system here? Number two, is it clearly defined? Number three, do you have tools that you use every step of the way to be able to automate the process? And number four, is it action-oriented? How long on average does it take for somebody when they join to when they actually are able to go out and effectively share with people? Do you have assignments built in along the way so that you can measure someone's level of commitment? These are important. So look, if you got a system, that'd be a great place for you to start. Do that audit. But look, if you need help with systems or if you don't have a system at all, you're like, Bob, I got nothing. Well, listen, if you need help with systems, this is one of our specialties. Our Legacy Leadership Academy, that's our leadership certification program. One of the foundational things we help people with are systems. And we, I have literally created an entire onboarding system that you can just take and plug it right into your business. It is designed with all of these criteria in mind, documents, script, everything. It is company agnostic. It works regardless of your product, your service, the company that you're in. You can literally take it, plug it, and play. If you would like that system or you just want some help refining yours and making it better, then that's what we do. So at, depending on the time that you're listening to this, you know, we only open up enrollment a couple of times a year, but you can join our wait list if uh, we're not in an open enrollment period. Just go to LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com and you can uh, see all the details there. So, but with that being said, that is my episode, my message for you today. Look, I hope your 2021 is getting off to an incredible start at the time of publishing. We'll be in the third week of January. So I hope you're still focused and excited about the new year. And as always, thank you so much for being here. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. And I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care. 